Welcome to the Outdoor Country Talk Podcast, hosted by Jacob Poole and Jeremy Shaw, where we bring country living and the great outdoors together. Welcome back to another episode of Outdoor Country Talk with Jacob and Jeremy. Jake, I think old man Winter has some crept up on us. I don't know if old man Winter has, but this little front has sure blown in. You know, I don't Man, know if I it's going to stay or if it's going to go. I have sat here for the past hour and watched the thermometer drop and drop. I'm below, below freezing now. Well, look, do the math on this one for me. We, the kids had games at MRA last night. We were up there playing basketball. I got in the truck. It was 48 degrees, wind blowing straight out of the north. I mean, it was it was cold. Get to Macomb, you know, hour and 20 minutes later, whatever it takes, 68 degrees. By the time I get to the house, I mean, I live 15 minutes from Macomb, west of Macomb, or actually, yeah, west of Macomb, it was back to 48. I don't know if that front line had swung or if it had come down that fast and it just hadn't hit Macomb yet. Maybe it got to Liberty before it got to Macomb. I mean, I was on 24, so, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't, all I did was go west. But somehow or another, it was, it was the same temperature. It had dropped that much in that little short of time. Man, it's been, uh, it went from, I know, I was talking to a buddy this morning. Yesterday evening, when I got home, I, I, my house was like 77, 76, something like that. I kicked the air on, and before I went to bed, of course, I, I told I told Destiny, I was like, I'm turning it off because I know, I know what it's going to be. So I turned it off, didn't turn anything on. Wake up this morning, I was scared to stick a toe out from under the cover, and it was like 62 in the house. And I'm like... Man, air conditioner, heater, I don't know which one I need to turn on, but now you should have put you should have put the heater on sixty nine or seventy. And that way it would have gently come on as it fell. Well, I don't like that light bill, so I try to regulate all that. Lord help. Well, yeah, you, well. you would not like being in the studio right now, because since <laughs> we don't have central AC and heat in the studio, while I was getting ready for this podcast tonight, the uh I went through my Mr. Heater collection for the kids' deer stands and stuff, and I have used the air compressor and blown four of them out. So I have four of our five running now, and two of them are sitting, one on the right side, one on the left side. So I've got warm warm sides right now. Not all of them is warm, but I'm, I'm somewhat warm. So if we hear any commotion here in just a minute, just excuse that you're changing a bottle out, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is very possible. Uh, I've got a pretty good supply. Well, the bad thing is I have a big heater that hooks up to a propane bottle, but somehow or another, the three propane bottles I have, one of them's hooked to the barbecue grill, and I just didn't want to wrestle with it, and the other two are slam empty. So it, it was not very good pre-planning on my part. That old duck migration I'll be starting. Look, there were ducks on the poo-poo pond in Liberty today. So if there's oh, ducks man. down, you know they have they have traveled, and it was big ducks too. It wasn't a it, heck of a destination to have. Well, I guess there's plenty to eat there. I don't know. Uh, I heard a I got a report today. I think you were even in on the report that the the hooded gangsters are in. So I had a pond full of them yesterday. That got me all fired up. I've been waiting on my geese to show back up. You know, one of the big ponds I have here at the house, the the Canadians show up pretty regular when it gets cold, and I hadn't I hadn't seen them back yet, so I don't know what's. And actually, they, they normally met, show up by the time I plant ryegrass and eat about half the feed around the pond levee. So, mm. 
they'll Goodness. they'll work on a ryegrass seed once you get it cast out. Yep. Man, I'm excited about this show we got. <laughs> it ought to be entertaining, that's for sure. I know it uh, should be. I know he does a lot of different things, and and I know locally here he's he's quite a legend, is my understanding. But uh, yeah, some of the stuff that uh, we know about him, what he's told over the years, it, it ought to be entertaining. That's for sure. It should. I mean, this is one of those episodes where we're going into this no script, no nothing. But when you got a man like Jake Holloway with you, it's uh. It's going it's going to work itself out very nicely, I'm afraid. <laughs> Jake, you there tonight? Yeah, yeah, I've just been listening to y'all talk about this uh nice uh tropical front we got that came in. The tropical front. <laughs> well, give us your thoughts on the tropical front. <laughs> well, uh I'm wearing a couple of layers of clothes right now underneath like got fire room, so yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's just like I'm in Bermuda. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you're not wearing any type of Bermuda outfit right now. I don't know why I just got a well, bad visual. I was trying to be fam- fr- family friendly. I'm actually not wearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake, while we're on this topic, and, and I know I know you had to expect this, but I saw a picture on Facebook of you the other day that you are going in are you beginning a modeling career? Well, that, it was it was my first time, you know, and it, it went viral. I was uh, great. I had a great photographer. You know, Beth Hemmett had always done a wonderful job. But uh, I, I thought that it went really well. Next thing I know, you know, getting shared and liked, commenting from all over uh, at least the Pike and Mid County Metroplex. So. That's well, a, Jake, was, was it was it a one shot shoot, or was that just a bet? Was that just the cream of the crop? I think it was just a one a one hit wonder. I mean, I I really think it was it was that good. I mean, good it was, but uh, I mean, I didn't know if that was something we should be expecting weekly or or you know biannually or quarterly or anything like that. Well, I, I told her next time as well as this one went. I think next time we'll like get some chainsaws involved, maybe maybe a lawnmower, you know, some power tools, some grills, something like that up around the store, and make it really look really look good. Um, you know, we can get get a good picture of me on the forklift. I think would be would be pretty nice. I think that one would go there really well. Maybe on a sack of backwood attracting or something like that, doing a little advertising. Oh, ab- abs- absolutely. Absolutely, the sweet stuff bag. That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> That's exactly what you I, Buck Robber, a, I mean, <laughs> you can do a layout on the Yeti coolers, also, Jake. We could, we could do that. And you have all different types of paint there at the store, so I mean, you could do some body paint, different things. I mean, there's there's all kind of ideas you could have with this. Well, I I, I do have limits. <laughs> I, I have I have limits when it comes to body paint. That's where as you draw do, the line. As do we? <laughs> That's where the line gets drawn. Exactly. Well, well, Jake, tell me, walk us into this. Now, there was, if I understood what the comments that I was reading while I was laughing, and I apologize, the tears in my eyes were just making it hard to cover. But there was a high school shoot going. They were they were photographing seniors or what was actually going on that led up to this 
it's so uh, behind our store, the old warehouse and then the old barn, there's a bunch of old tin on it, you know, and uh, old brick on the back of the warehouse. And uh, Beth just likes using it as a backdrop at all, you know. It just it looks good, and, and so uh, she comes up and uses it, uses it fairly frequently. Well, I happened to be walking out back behind the store looking to make sure everything was uh, in that afternoon, that nothing was being left out, and saw them saw them with the photo shoot, and so I jokingly posed for Beth and said, hey, Beth, how about this one? And uh, and like I said, she's a heck of a photographer. <laughs> she can she can work wonders, from what I saw. I, I, I don't know that maybe there was some airbrushing that went on. I'm, I'm not sure, but we might need a little bit of airbrushing next time. Oh, I did not see hashtag no filter. So uh, you know she yeah. may have, she she may have had to touch you up a bit. I don't know, but it come out spectacular. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I mean, I when you're working with a color. high quality I product, I mean. It's, it's hard not to get a good shot. Well, you know, it's like that old football quote, you know, the, the Jimmys and Joes, not the X's and O's. So <laughs> when you got the right Jimmys and Joes in the game, you can make anything happen. Oh, man, no doubt. <laughs> Jake, what about the store, man? What's been happening around Covington's Ace Hardware? Man, just coming into, uh, actually, that just uh, wrapping up. Both season, I say, you know, areas and bows, but we're still actually working on stuff. Everybody's releasing all their new bows right now, it seems like. So, um, we, we're still in the middle of all that and people getting ready for, for, uh, rifle season. We've got one more weekend, I think, of youth season coming up and then, uh, then we'll have open weekend of rifle season. So we're just right in the middle rolling along with, with, with all of that and a few people starting to get ready for Christmas, but, yeah. The last two or three days, I think everybody's mind has been on faucet covers and, and uh, <laughs> <grab the> pipes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bet the pipe insulation and uh, faucet covers have been a hit here in the last day or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we sold out of a lot of that stuff. It was it was rather, it was rather busy. Well, I can Man, tell my, you this. My, my preferred method is old old stained-up towels and, and uh, five-gallon buckets. Man, that, that, that's, uh, that solves the freezing problems around my house. It works real good. You take an old gym sock and a rubber band sometimes, yeah. double it over. You know, it, 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 there's lots of things that work in a pinch. That's usually the way. That's usually the way I work best. Well, one of my yeah. neighbors actually called me yesterday before I headed up to Jackson and said he was out of town and wanted to know if I would do him a favor, and I had to go over and cut his water off and drain his faucet off the outside of his house. I said, you know, I get a lot of weird phone calls, but this may be one of the most weird ones here lately. <laughs> yeah. That was just a neighborly request. It was, it was, and I, I made it happen. I even sent him a picture, showed him that it was it was taken care of. And it, There you go, there you go. I don't know Second, if I could explain. You know, November, and uh, was it two years ago, we got some of the early August fronts that wound up with a, with a pretty good duck season, so. Man, anything can be better than what we had last year. Yeah, maybe pretty much. Good. And you just said something that kind of sparked my my mind. Why would O companies just now be releasing new models? You think that would that would have happened three months ago? It, you know, so so they have bounced around for years. Um, you know, one year they'll do it. 
what always seems to be opening weekend of our bow season. It's, you know, it made no sense. And sometimes they'll do it at the ATA show, which is during right. the first part of the year, you know. So it, it just, you never really know <laughs> when, when they're going to do them. Um, I guess for whatever reason, they, it seems like they were already about the same time this year. You know, over the last two or three weeks, everybody's everybody's been releasing, you know, every couple of days. It seems like there's another one coming out. So. Well, you probably right. have a, a stock room full of inventory that once it gets to a certain point, then they're ready to release. You don't want to release the new one before you have the old, you know, last year's model out. That's right. That or, or enough of the new model to, to service the demand for it, you know. Yeah, so. depending on where it's I coming guess. from. Or... Yeah, it just seems like it would be a a uh, a good thing to do, like end of summer, you know, something like that, when everybody's getting ready to start shooting yeah. instead, instead of at the, you know, beginning of gun season. Yeah, yeah. And uh, those questions have been asked before, and like I said, we, we've never – We've never been given a great answer, you know. That, that, you just, you that, just roll with the that, flow. Correct, correct. I, I just kind of do what I'm told. But, uh, you know, we've never been given an answer that you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's definitely it. Like I said, they bounced around so much. kind of, kind of, uh, kind of changes a little bit. And so, you know, we just, we just go with it. And when, when they ship them to us, great. And, and, uh, roll with it that way. Yeah. Now, Jake, you carry, oh, you carry a pretty good inventory of, of everything don't you yeah yeah we do um yeah you know any given time we'll have a you know full stock of psc and elite bows um mission crossbows you know and then then all your accessories broadheads you know sights rest all that kind of stuff that goes with it you know um from from top to bottom, you know, everything to rig one out with. We, we generally try and keep everything in. I, you know, I, sure as I say that, somebody will listen to this and come in the store tomorrow, and uh, <laughs> and I'll be out of something. <laughs> but, so, well, I don't want to say we always had a thousand, but <laughs> well, but not only carrying a good inventory, you do you do a lot of service work on bows for folks. And if folks don't know in this area that they can go get their bow worked on, I know I've had mine up there a time or two. I've got some arrows cut. That's a service I didn't know if a lot of folks in this area knew that you offered. Yeah, and that's, uh, we do, I mean, everything from restringing to, um, you know, replacing limbs, uh, you know, big heavy stuff like that, you know, all the way down to moving or tying in a peep, adding a loop, you know, tuning the bow for people, just just whatever. Um, and, and you just kind of touched on it right there. One of the things, Several years ago, when you started doing it, we were me and, and friends of ours. You know, we were, we were having to drive, um, you know, to, to get that kind of stuff done. It was it was stuff I had done in the past, you know, a little bit, and said, "Heck, I," you know, so went out, started, bought a press, and bought a couple of arids, and started doing it for folks here and there. And then, you know, next thing I knew, the man was growing and, and had a little open room in the front of the hardware store. And I, put everything in and and uh next thing you know here we are so next thing you know the Covington Ace Hardware slash Pro Shop opens up yeah yeah absolutely a little bit of everything there's there's an old country song called Dixie Rose Deluxe that's the kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of <laughs> 
you can you can even walk in and and uh, see Mr. Jim's smiling smiling face every once in a while. Absolutely. Look, I give you yeah, a quick story. I give you a quick story on Mr. Jim while we're at, while, while I brought him up. Next time you see him, now you need to bring this up and see see what look comes on his face. We were, it was last year. We were over at um at Milts over there shooting skeet, and I had my two boys with me. I think I think yeah, my wife was with me, and I was out there shooting, and I look, and my youngest one, he was he should have been about three at the time. He is just crying profusely and i'm looking over there i was i don't know 50 yards from him or something and, and i'm like what in the world is wrong with this young and he um i i, I kind of paused my round of skeet and get over there to him and he at the time had had kind of long hair and he had mud dripping out of his hair and what he was crying about <laughs> he couldn't get his pants pulled up because he had got off in a mud hole and his pants had gotten so heavy, and they were down about his knees, and he couldn't do nothing about it. And it done frustrated him, I guess, for some time now. And he just <laughs> broke out into crying about the ordeal. And I was like, son, what in the world have you gotten into? Well, he was trying to explain it, and Mr. Jim was sitting over there in a chair just about to die laughing. Having, so, having a good time. Oh, having, having, a, having a ball he was. And... <laughs> Mr. Jim, after we got the youngins kind of situated and off back to playing again, and uh, Mr. Jim come laughing and giggling, you know, and says, well, they were playing in a little mud hole over there, and I figured it was all right if I told them about the one that was over in front of my truck that was about two foot deep. I said, you did what, Mr. Jim? <laughs> Where the he, big he one still, was. Still giggling about it. And uh, needless to say, on the drive home, the back seat of my pickup truck the next morning I could have planted a good a good uh crop of turnips on it. And yep. uh so he, he reminds me of that every once in a while. You ought to bring it up to him sometime. He'll he'll know exactly what you're talking I, about. I'm gonna I'll ask him about it tomorrow morning actually. Yeah, he will uh he'll he will laugh about it probably like he did that night. <laughs> I can imagine. I, can I told imagine. I told him that since he's got a new a new grand boy I said, you give him about a few years, I'm going to make sure that uh, he hops up in Pawpaw's truck about the same shape mine was in. Talking about fair play right there, which is uh... <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to take advantage of that situation as <laughs> soon as I can. Yeah. Would that be considered holding uh, a grudge or just long-term retaliation? I think just simple payback in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What is that? Uh, revenge of the dish best on <laughs> Well, when you're waiting on the grandbaby, that is a baby to get old enough to <laughs> to set him up. Uh, uh, that's kind of that's kind of evil. Oh, I'm not gonna forget it. <laughs> not at all. I, I feel like there's more to this story. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. I mean, he just keeps breaking it up so often. Every time we go shoot skeet, my son will be there. Oh, I, I picked out another mud hole. I'm like, Mr. Jim, you keep bringing this up. I'm not going to forget it now. I'm just letting you know. So he's, bring, he's, he's bringing it on himself, I think. Mm. So we'll see what happens in the upcoming years, put it that way. Yeah. Then we'll have to yeah. do another podcast about it. Yeah. May, we, may, we may have another episode of Outdoor Country Talk on Mr. Jim's retaliation. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Jake, you touched on it a while ago, man. I know you've been a duck hunter for some time now. What um? Tell us what your prediction is going to be for this season, and I know there has got to be a good Jake Holloway duck hunting story from back in the day. Mm. You don't have to be from back in the day. It can be from last year. This <laughs> yeah. year's teal yeah. season. We don't uh, care. Oh, some of my stories I'm sworn to secrecy on, and, and some may not be fit for, uh, well, for Jake, the podcast. Let, let's go ahead and clear the air. Now, we tell everybody, do not incriminate yourself, whether it's with your spouse, <laughs> yeah, the game warden, exactly. anything else. Keep your story where you can, uh, you know, only tell what you can tell safely. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, as far as my prediction, it, it's kind of like we said a minute ago, uh, it, it can't be worse than it was last year. Uh, you know, I remember two years ago we had a you know started getting these these very cold nights before Thanksgiving and 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 I'm wanting to say right at Thanksgiving weekend it it dipped down and got cold and uh, we wound up you know everybody I say we you know I mean everybody in the Delta the Mississippi Delta at least seemed to have a really good season that year um, yeah so so hopefully this is this is a sign of things to come. Um, you know, Man, we continue, so. to get good, continue to get good weather and, uh, um, you know, they had that early snow. I, I've been hearing some stories from folks from up north, uh, that, that knocked a lot of crops on the ground. So there's going to be a lot of food up north, but if we can get some cold and snow and some good weather, hopefully push those birds, push those birds to the south on us. You know? Well, Jake, I don't know let if us, you... Let us, let us shoot a few for a change. I don't know if you heard it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was up in North Dakota on a duck hunt, and they were estimating when we were there right outside of Bismarck that 80% of the crops that were there were still not yet harvested. So when that snowstorm yeah. came through and dropped three feet of snow, they were saying that a lot of what was still left was not going to be harvested. Now, they were trying to get what they could out before the next front came through and were hoping to... The beans they were saying were pretty well shot. Some of the standing corn they thought they could save, but it's it's going to be a lot of food up through that area. But you know, we had a lot of with the river being out the way it was this year. There was a lot of stuff that did not get planted. Correct. So yeah, I know you know up in the you know the Missouri you know that whole Missouri River Valley up through there in northern Arkansas, a lot of that did not get planted. That is usually you know acres and thousands of acres that that usually you know had crops on it that it probably looks like a weed field right now if i had to guess yeah that can be good or bad depending on you know <laughs> this guy if it's a good more soil uniform um yeah but uh you know and and we may deal with some of the same stuff uh, especially south Delta area here in mississippi you know you take the the the, the ag land that wasn't able, you know, they weren't able to plant. Um, you're going to kind of be dealing with a similar, similar thing there. Um, you know, like oh, man. not going to be as much food. You know, I can tell you that it, it, from from fishing, you know, over on the river, the, the the backwater fishing season for us this year was way off because the water had been up so long. You know, mm-hmm. the fish were just scattered everywhere. So, so if you, I'm just saying, if you build on that and say all the way down the food chain, you know, if all of that was lost, say, from from fish being scattered to food scattered and whatnot, um, 
and then as the river finally came out, if stuff didn't have a you know had had an opportunity to 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 grow and put on seed heads and stuff, it, it may make for a for mm-hmm. a long a long season again. Well, and then you got to look the rivers the rivers back up again. So yeah, yeah. Jeremy, what'd you yeah, say no. it was the other day? Oh well, still by you ought to be hovering around eighty-two feet right now, and um, Vicksburg. I can't remember the exact of what it's going to go up to, but it's still got another foot of rise on it, and then it's it's projected for a, a slow fall. But I guess that's depending on what what kind of rainfall we get between now and then. But um, I looked at it, and then I, I stayed up at my camp week before last, first time I've been up there in a month or so, and. Uh, Looking at those fields that all the water came off of, man, that's something I've I've never seen before. Is that much ground, not a single thing planted out there. It's something I've, yeah. you know, I've, I've been hunting up there, you know, 10, 12 years, however long it's been, and I've I've never seen it look like that before in my life. Yeah, it's a it's a different look up there, and, it, and it's uh, the other side of that too. Is seeing stuff, you know, growing up there was so much cotton, yeah, and. They didn't have time to do beans or corn this year, so so much of what what did get planted is in cotton this year. You know, and you, you know, riding around you know south of uh, Greenwood and you know the Morgan City area and Itabena and all that, but the mm-hmm. amount of cotton that's planted around there this year, you know, it's unbelievable. It reminds me reminds me of twenty twenty five years ago riding through there. Yeah. But, um, well, Jake, know, there's so a good question. What? Every everything definitely changed this year. I know y'all. I know, but I don't know if anybody, you know, what part of, you say the Delta, what part of the Delta do y'all normally duck on in? Anywhere from, from just say, home base being basically, you know, the Greenwood area, you know, and then within, within 10, 15 miles either direction of there. I hunted up that way a few, a few years ago. I can't remember the exact little town, but I hunted up there and crap, I can't remember the name of that town I hunted in, but I hunted up there a few years ago with some buddies and. We did fairly well. I've never frequented that part of the Delta a whole lot. Mainly all of mine has been pretty much hugging the river from Vicksburg, you know, Greenville, you know, up through there. I've been pretty much hugging the Mississippi River all my hunting in the Delta. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, so like I'll go with uh, Kit Stovall's got a place at, uh, John Kit at, uh, Morgan City, Mississippi, there south of, uh, Itabena, south of Greenwood. Hunt, hunt there with him, which he, he's got, you know, some places kind of scattered that, that he's got through there. And then my uncle has a club north of Greenwood um, that I, you know, generally try to go to, go to once a year or so with them and, you know, enjoy that, that company and camaraderie. Um, but that, you know, that's, that's kind of my, my uh, duck hunting areas, I guess, if, if, if that's the answer to your question. <laughs> well, we, uh, my little brother and another friend, we go on a hunt every year, and we were actually outside of Greenwood last year. And the guy we stayed with has a hunting lodge up there, and they deer hunt, big big outfit. But where we were duck hunting was a guy he knew. And we got over there that morning, took a little boat in, went to the blind, got set up. And right at daylight, you know, ducks just pile over the trees and come in, and we shoot a few. And it's like, man, this is going to be fine. And when I tell you that was it, I mean the whole show stopped thirty seconds after daylight. I mean as soon as mm. as soon as we shot, the the guy told me to leave my dog in the kennel. He had a dog. Don't worry about it. You know you're on a 
on somebody else's hunt, it's like, okay, well, he sends his dog in the water. The dog comes about 20 yards towards a duck, turns around and swam back. He said, well, I guess he ain't going to work today. And it's like, do what? He said, yeah, some days he don't want to work and some days he does. I guess today he's not. I said, hold on now. Back at the camp, I have a dog in the kennel that will, that will go get that duck. But we brought yours. So it was a, there was a lot of stories got told that day. They were having a lot of fun, but it wasn't, the duck hunting was, was pitiful. But it was. That yep. must have been one of the weekends I was up there because it just generally <laughs> seems like they, they can be, be killing limits, limit after limit after limit, and I show up and the ducks disappear. Same thing with fishing. You know, I, I've got friends that they'll be catching limit after limit of speckled trout. I, I go down to try and fish and, and nothing. So. I feel I feel quite certain that, that it was my fault for what just happened to you in that story because I was probably somewhere in the Delta, and uh, that's probably that's probably what happened on that hunt. You think you may be well now, you know uh, I won't say his name over it, but you know one of the guys that was with us, and he is always a blast to take along. You will laugh at that thing more than you should, but uh, he's an attorney now over uh, on the other side of the state and. He told me several years ago, we went to a camp I had in Arkansas, and he told me about day three, he said, you know, if it wasn't for his calling stuff and that decoys and like a, you know, having a place to hunt, he said, I don't really need you anymore. I said, you don't? So <laughs> so exactly what part of this do you have figured out? And he said, well, I got my own gun and shells. And he said, I, I can tell the difference in the ducks. And I said, well, good. I said, that group to the left, what is that? He said, that's Teal. That's Teal. Get ready. Get down. They're coming in. I'm t- I'm calling the shots now. Okay, you call the shots. I said, but if you shoot in them snipe, I'm going to knock you out of this blind. He's like, what? Like, oh, man, no, you're not calling the shots. Just just sit back down. We had oh, laughed man. at him, though, and we do it every year. We take him on a hunting trip or a fishing trip each year, and I can tell stories about him all day. And uh, he would probably actually take me to court if I told some of them. So I have to leave those out. But uh, Jake, you Jake, said you got to have the story, man. G- g- give us a good one from from the Holloway hunt. A, a good one. A good one. So I'm trying to think. I was hunting with a friend of mine. This is probably I, I'm either a senior in high school or I was just got in the Southwest. Um, anyway, we we went up to, to hunt his place and. Uh, we had a long drive. We had to stay in Greenwood, and then we'd drive out to this, this farm we were hunting. Had an old cypress lake on it. Uh, it was me and him and another friend of ours, and it was probably one of those that, that you left Macomb, and it was 50 or 60, but you got up there, and it was 25, 30. And mm-hmm. by the time we woke up the next morning, it was 6 degrees. And uh, we hunted, yeah, <laughs> we hunted that uh, that lake. And it, it was it was one of those old time hunts that you hear the old men talk about how the ducks used to just pour into these holes and pour in and pour in. The problem was we couldn't hit anything we were shooting at. It was the first time two of us had ever hunted out of a boat before. And uh, every time we'd go to shoot, the boat would start rocking and we couldn't stay on anything. But I'll, I'll never forget that that morning being that cold. The my buddy that I was with. We were going to move the boat to the other side. The wind had shifted a little bit. We were going to move to the other side of the decoys, and we were in a little cut kind of back in his lake. 
And uh, I untied the rope, and the, the slack part of the rope that was laying in the water, it was so cold, when I picked the rope up out of the water, it froze like a stick. In a 15-foot boat, I handed him the rope from the mm. uh, from the front of the boat. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was wow. that was a memorable morning. <laughs> Jake, how how do you exactly? We ended, up, we ended up killing our limits, but it took a lot, a lot longer than it should have. <laughs> how do you dress for that? Uh, you don't. I mean, you wear everything <laughs> you own, and you don't have anywhere near enough on. It's just... uh No. You know, and think back then, I know when I was in high school, and in, especially junior college, with Lord, even in college, my quality of gear was not what it is today. You know, two sweatshirts and some old long johns would have probably been about a... Maybe a Carhartt jacket would have probably been about the best I had. Yeah, yeah. Holloway, you mean you didn't have the Sitka on that morning? Uh, no, I think I was using some uh, some hand-me-down old, uh, gosh, probably like some old Herder's Waiters or Cabela's brand or something. <laughs> you know, those old, those old Velcro strap things. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were great waiters. I don't think they make them anymore. But, uh, but yeah, I think I probably had a pair of hand-me-down one of those, if I had to guess. It's funny you talk about that there, Jacob. You used to be able, two men could go up there in a single cab pickup truck, have everything you need. Then we got extended cab trucks, and you filled it up. Now you got a crew cab truck, and you fill it up, and you still can't fit any more people in the back. You still got the same two people. We've just accumulated more stuff that we take home with. Jake, we've had this discussion on here before, and I know your your place probably looks like mine, but I would really hate to ever go and add up cost of equipment and gear to do especially now that i have kids because i don't just have one of everything i now have five of everything oh you know you can't have one mud stool you got to have five mud stools you can't have you know you got to be able to suit everybody out so every kid has their own set of waiters every kid has their own gun every kid has their you know it's just a it seems like it has multiplied exponentially here of late one shooting a 410 one shooting a 20 one shooting a 12 <laughs> <laughs> hey, you seen my problem yeah uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't remember it you know being like that i you know i remember going with dad when i was little and uh being my brother but i don't remember saying you know <laughs> I, i'm sure i'm sure I'm sure Dad had stuff that you know he he went out and bought some nice stuff, you know, and, and I'm you know we all used it. And as I got older, I would I would borrow it without permission. Um, and generally, if it was going to break, it break while I had it. So you know, but but that's oh, another story for another place. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't but, but like you are talking about that. I think that how that's kind of changed, you know, with, with with you know whether it's boots, waders. Guns, you know, whatever. Everybody, you know, fishing. Oh, oh, he got a new fishing rod. Then you know, everybody gets a brand new Abu Garcia fishing rod and reel. <laughs> Abu who? No, baby, we, we <laughs> zip Garcia. we Zipco men over here, baby. Oh, oh, oh. We, um, we, I have sorry. little kids. We're still running thirty three classics. Oh, and, oh, well. and two of them are pink, and one of them's not. So I mean, that way. And actually, I think I have a pink one, a blue one, and a black one. That way, each kid knows what their color is. So, yeah, mine's whatever one will throw at the time. 
Yeah. Whichever one's not bird nested. And if you yeah, can well, bird nest a Zipco 33, that's an impressive talent. It can if be you tough. can do it more than once in the same trip. <laughs> <laughs> y'all forgive me. I don't know what I've... What I told you earlier, I'm running without a heater in the in the studio here, so I apologize. That's the second cough I've had, but... Uh, Hopefully you're not running out of oxygen. Yeah, you might want to ventilate a window. Y'all think I may have the propane up a little bit too high in here? <laughs> it is a possibility. <laughs> Jake, what's your team looking like this year, man? I know you're an avid Ole Miss fan. What's uh, your, uh... We've been we've been uh, we've been holding our own right there at the you know we just a step above Arkansas, I think, in the SEC West, and I'm pretty sure the Egg Bowl is going to be a uh, fill fight. Who, who's, and I don't know if there's more pride in being next to last or being like a solid third, you know, up from the last. You know, it, I, are you better off being that bad and being lower or being middle of the pack? Man, at this point, I don't think it really even matters, does it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we, uh, I know we've got a tough game coming up this weekend with LSU and, and, Maybe we'll catch him on a high after that after that Alabama win. <laughs> oh but, gosh! But I, I doubt it. <laughs> well, what, yeah, like I, we I talked a, about, I got a good idea for what's going to happen with this guy. <laughs> well, one of the things we talked about earlier before we started recording was, you know, what, how bad do you not want to be a Mississippi State player right now with Alabama rolling in after a loss? I'm pretty sure that the Saban chewing has been quite good this week. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. His team is yeah, as disciplined all as they are. It, it, it would not be a fun weekend to play them. Oh no, that's going to be. Uh, it's going to be brutal. And then I saw more heads contemplating quarterbacks. I'm like, well, you probably ought to have both of them lined up because one of them probably ain't going to make the whole game. So you may need that other one pretty fresh over there. Heck, if you have to throw back up off of the lineman in there, you absorb some sacks, kind of. <laughs> put a big boy back there let him let him choke up and hit well or put one well, back there as a running back just to add you an extra blocker back there yeah what was your yeah, it, what it, was your prediction going into the LSU Alabama game did you have one did I have one yeah you know I, I didn't really um for whatever reason, I felt like LSU, I guess I had more confidence in them winning because of their strength of schedule thus far. You know, that the, you look at the competition both teams have played and say, okay, you know, LSU has earned the spot. I think they're legit, and, and Alabama has not proven anything. You know, but that's, that's about all I, you know, as much as I dip into it. Well, whether, yeah. whether this is a popular comment or not, being an LSU fan, it was a still a very could have gone either way ball game. I mean, Alabama well, had some turnovers right, that right had they not had. I was heading over to the camp and uh, was listening on the radio, and what LSU got thirty one to ten, thirty one to thirteen at halftime. At halftime, yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, well, this is fixing to be just a a, 
nasty game the second half. And, you know, give Alabama credit. They they made some adjustments and came in and ended up making it a heck of a ball game, you know, there at the end. So, Yeah, I read a thing the other day that was saying, uh, I won't say Monday, they had a thing out that saying it was the most televised game, most watched game in like eight years, and I think the one previous to that was the last LSU Alabama. I think it the was the field goal game, the game, the, the last game of the century. I believe that was it, but they were saying that it you was, know it. you know, it had been yeah that long since the numbers had been quite that good. Well, Jay, yeah, I can imagine that that, that game. I, I look forward to that, that big uh, on the radio. Oh, I was gonna say that that game. I also listened to on the radio. Um, on the truck, we're going to have TV at the camp we're hunting at. And uh, woke up the next morning to discover we had left the keys on in the truck because all the LSU fans were celebrating the win. And uh, <laughs> we were stuck about two miles off of Blacktop Road at this little old camp. And uh, we had no vehicle and no cell service. <laughs> that was another That was another interesting morning. Oh, gosh. How did that turn out? Uh, ended up getting with uh, a neighbor up the road and had a jump box on a little booster pot, booster packs and came down came down and jumped us off. So mm. we, we were able to, to, to get the truck running and all, but it was a, for a few minutes there, we thought we were going to spend an extra day or two at the camp. Well, sometimes that's not a bad thing. No, no, but you can only use that as a uh, once or twice when you call home, you can't you can't do it every weekend. And that when you have them you know situation like that, nobody believes it. So yeah, only cry wolf so many times. That's exactly right. Yeah, this Egg Bowl, I know it's played at Startville this year. I, you know, I, don't, I ain't even gonna say they got an advantage because who knows? I mean, these teams come out playing like they've never played all year, but I mean, it, it seems like that all the time. Yeah, it's it's the SEC, baby. You never know what's going to happen from week to week. Absolutely. Oh, I know. Heck, Ole Miss may come out and have a shining moment this weekend. You can't ever tell. It could very well happen. Well, that's, you know, we were talking about it before LSU-Mississippi State game when State come out and played a really good first half, and it was like, you know, here's a simple fact. They have nothing to lose. LSU's ranked in the top five. They're trying to earn their way up. They're undefeated. They just come off a good win. They're playing state. State has nothing to lose. So I mean, you throw the you throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. And that's you talking same. about. You talking about the 2014 game in Tiger Stadium? Yeah. Yeah, I went. I was there for that. I mean, going into it, it was a typical. Hey, I'm going to watch Mississippi State LSU. Something my wife, my wife and I have done every year since we've been together. She's an LSU fan, so we we try to make the game every year. And so I went into it, like, all right, we're going to watch another one. And dang, if we didn't win it. And uh, that's what me and uh, me and a buddy of mine, he's from Vicksburg, Talbot Byers, he was an offensive lineman for uh, for Ole Miss. Me and him were talking the other day. And <clears throat> he, he was playing during that the, the 2014 era. And we were talking about how good that year was for Mississippi football. You know, Ole Miss and Mississippi State being number one at one time and now we were reflecting on this year and just, and just, I guess, reflecting on the good old days, you could say. <laughs> My, how things change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think number yeah. one's in the, uh, been in that equation here lately, has it? No, <laughs> no, no. 
Well, look. We're not even an upset threat, so. <laughs> no. Swapping gears just a little bit. Uh, Jake, while we got you on here, I know that you love to cook. I know you, you, yeah. you're always putting pictures out there and you you go to different cook-offs and you do different things. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what, what all you like to cook and, and some of the places you've been and different things, different events that you do. And Well, um, barbecue, anything on a grill, um, it, it doesn't have to be meat. You know, we, we've made bread pudding, meatloaf, well, meatloaf being meat, but, you know, we made bread pudding, baked bread on the grill sometimes, uh, cookies, whatever. Uh, I just, I just enjoy the idea of, of fire and, and cooking on it, you know, um, particularly big cuts of meat, you know, briskets, Boston bus, stuff like that. But we've been to several different, you know, cooking competitions and, uh, we, you know, smoking on the tracks there. So every year with Dumber Caving a couple of times. Um, but I'm a big, uh, I'm, I'm not a good travel buddy cause I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I'm the guy on the, on the road trips and said, let's, let's, uh, find a good, good local place. You know, you go out to Texas turkey hunting, you got to stop in Luling at city market or go up to Lockhart and go to, uh, Smitty's or somewhere right up the road. Those are just, you know, right in the, the, the heart of Texas. I mean, the, the everything, everything's barbecue out there. Um, you know, you go down to, to Florida going to do something, you know, you got to eat got to eat you know fresh stuff there you go to louisiana you got to eat fresh seafood so i just I, I love that and i love the idea of supporting local businesses you know local restaurants and all that and, and that's just that's kind of where it comes from with me um and, and then you know growing up with my mother and grandmother cooking and all that and you know just always just enjoyed i'm uh, very comfortable being in the kitchen um have taken that then from from that aspect to the to the hunting camp, you know, and, and, and seeing people at the hunting camp cooking, you know, picked up different things there, and it's just a very enjoyable thing to me. That's, that's one of my, my relaxing things. If I'm not hunting or fishing, I, I'm probably cooking, got something on the grill somewhere or doing something like that. Well, that's, that's kind of my role at the hunting camp, and nobody really nominated me for it. I was just the one that started – banging some utensils around in the kitchen and everybody exactly. i mean everybody when it gets and it gets in the evening time i'm like all right guys what we're gonna cook now kind of look at me huh what, what you think i'm like well i see i see my cue here so yeah um yeah so i just uh i just usually pick up that role and yeah and, uh, yeah yeah and i mean it's nothing that that uh i mean i cook a lot at my house heck my I joke at my wife all the time. So, all right, what you want me to cook for supper this evening? And she's like, "Well, you do it better than I do." So I'm like, "Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, uh, there's always room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. So, uh, but yeah, I, I heck, I seen that the other night. What was it? A uh, it was steaks you cooked, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. We went on a bit of a roll. It was a uh, an off weekend that just wasn't able to, to you know, end up having to work and wasn't able to go to the camp or anything. And, uh, so we did steaks one night. I think we did ribs one night. We just we just had a had a couple of days there that, that, that just uh, fried some chicken, 
Mm-hmm. Just made, made, made a weekend out of it. Shopped at Summit and saved. We did. We did. Absolutely. Well, Jake, what is what's new around Covington? You got y'all got anything new up there happening? Selling Christmas sale coming up? Anything like that? Oh, every, everything you know, with Christmas coming up, you have that. We we just recently started selling uh, big green egg. Not not really outdoor related, but a lot of folks, a lot of outdoorsmen like to grill. So, um, so we just just started selling them, and and you know. Uh, it's been really enjoyable so far. Um, other than that, you know, just just rocking and rolling through through November here, and uh, then you know we'll hit big big months of December generally with Christmas sales, like you said, and just try and race uh, race to the new year and, and close it out right and everything, and uh, hope everybody's happy and healthy. So. So are y'all the the only one in our I guess you know Pike Amick County area that sells backwater tracking? Um, I don't want to talk about anybody else, but I don't know of anybody else that does. So yeah. I, if that I don't know if that answers your question or not. Um, well, I, I know y'all I, sell I, it. I, 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 know, yeah. I know y'all sell it, so that's really all I need to know, I guess. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> don't know if anybody if anybody else does. You know, like I said I don't yeah. say that being negative towards anybody. I just I I really don't know. Um, yeah. Well, Jake, what all brands you know, I, what all brands do y'all carry? I, I know y'all carry the the Vapor Scent Trail, uh, not Vapor Scent Trail. Yeah, the Vapor Makers. That's it. Thirty three, uh, the lights and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got all that. Um, as far as your uh, he was asking about the backwoods attraction. We've got most of their line, not not necessarily everything. Um, uh, you know, and then to jump into to stands. You know, Old Man Millennium Summit, all of that. PSC and Elite Bows, Mission Cross Bows, uh, Gold Tip, Eastern Carbon Express Arrows. Gosh, I'm trying to think of what else. Georgia Boots. Um, Got a little bit of Drake stuff, a lot of Browning apparel. Just a little bit. Try, try to have a little bit of everything, you know. To keep keep something, keep something here, you know. So it was something I, you know, growing up. We were going down to the outpost there in Summit, uh, and uh, that's really where I started to learn how to how to work on stuff and do stuff. And, and, um, and the passion, I guess, for bow hunting and, and you know having the sporting goods store and all that there. Um, in town, you know, that, that, that I was probably a, a aggravating little brat down there all the time, but it was right down the street from the hardware store, so I was down there. <laughs> you know, I was probably down there more than I was actually where I was supposed to be. Supposed to be working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably down there aggravating Mr. Blaine and then. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's where I, you know, kind of started picking that stuff up, but just, you know, enjoying having, you know, the sporting good store there in town and all that and so when it came I had the opportunity I said, Hey, um, let's uh let's do this with, with the within the hardware store kinda and and man, I said wasn't intending to say all that and then got to thinking when you asked what all we carried, I was like, gosh, yeah, we actually <laughs> Yeah, y'all actually got a pretty a good, good supply. There, I, I mean, so, if you go over to your turkey stuff, I know each year I swing in and get a couple of the houndstooth 
Uh, yeah. Turkey calls just it's the ones I like to run the best, and y'all carry a pretty good supply of them. You know, it's uh, yeah. Houndstooth and Woodhaven have been have been great. Um, well, for know, youth we, calls, my have, daughter have wanted several to, people. Do I know? My daughter wanted to try running a mouth call last year, and I looked and couldn't find mouth calls, and finally came over, and you had a couple youth calls, so we were able to pick her up one or two so she could try and. I'll have to share the video That's about right. it. Was, it was quite humorous. That's exactly right. So I know yeah, it, uh, a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know called, about. You know, so several of them started making youth-sized calls, you know, small-frame stuff that, that, that works really well. Um, but but just because it says that, don't think anything of it, because there, there's lots of grown men that are buying those calls, too, you know, and, and using them, <laughs> too. They're, they, they sound good. They're, they're, they're the real deal. Well, I know a lot of ladies that use them, just, you know, smaller mouth, smaller roof of your mouth, so it fits better. Uh, you know, it's whatever's comfortable to you. You know, I've tried every different mouth call, probably known to man over the years. And, you know, I, I like the Woodhaven, I like the Houndstooth. That's my two favorite go-tos, and this what right. I carry all the time. But it's, you know, it's to, to each his own. Uh, I know guys here in town that make them, you know, Mr. Allen, he, makes his own he makes a single read call that he makes at the house so absolutely absolutely you still have a whole lot of folks that love running an old Pittman black diamond and there's there's probably been more turkeys as far as a mouth call anyway killed with those black diamonds and in the state of mississippi than anything else so you you think of think about you know go back old school thinking on that and between between a lynch box call and that it's been a it's been a whole lot of turkeys met their maker Ooh. plenty plenty and jake y'all are also the one-stop shop for all your lawn care needs up there yeah yeah we've got uh skag and x mark mowers and uh and steel handheld equipment you know full service shop technicians all that kind of stuff that uh, sounds just like the radio commercial yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we have to do a little bit better to cut that. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's we we you know and we've been blessed. You know that's that's really, I guess, bit you know biggest thing that, that you know I definitely want to say in that is 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 how blessed we have been and 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 that we're I guess are diversified. I guess that's the right word. And that like right now, you know, deer season's real big. And then coming to the spring, you know, like you said, you're going to lawn and garden through spring and summer. So we we've always kind of got something something there keeping us keeping us busy and 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 uh, not letting me go uh, goof off too much. So there you go. Well, Jake, before we wrap this thing up, now I don't know if this was a joke told earlier or not, but uh, I was heard that you were really good at one-liners. Ooh. <laughs> I was I was I was kind of picking with was that? About that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I thought I'd I throw it to, out have, there and see if. Have to have time to, yeah, I have to have time to think of it. Uh, a prep. Uh, you got to have a prep time, right? Either prep or just right, right in the moment. It has to be something that brings you to that one liner. Is that the way that works? Uh, that's exactly right. Sometimes, sometimes they just come to me. Well, Jake, before we go, I got three questions for you. Yeah. First one, what's your favorite duck species to hunt, to kill? My favorite duck species to kill. 
probably going to be wood ducks, to be honest. I mean, just 100% honest, it's what I think, you know, you grow up in Pike in Mid County. Yeah. That's the na- our native, <laughs> our native, native form of waterfowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and don't, get me, don't get me wrong. I love, I love Mallard and Gadwall and Timber. Um, you know, who doesn't like that? But, but it's just, when I just think about, you know, the camaraderie and duck hunting and everything, that, Shooting, shooting wood ducks on an old slough or farm pond around here, yeah, it's like, heck, that's, that's what we were doing when we were little. I know that. <laughs> that's where the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Plus question, question good, number two. Oh, don't get me started. Question number two, what's your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie of all time? That's, uh, there's kind of a 1A, B, and C in there yeah um between between the outlaw josie wells tombstone and uh jeremiah johnson i see a common theme here see i'd have to throw lonesome dove <laughs> in that one well well they had lonesome dove and lonesome dove is more serious right true true yeah. last question what's your favorite fleetwood mac song my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. How did we come up with Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> That's where I was wondering where. Hey, where did ra- this... random question? <laughs> random question. Did you find this on uh, Instagram or something? Where, where did that one come from out of left field? <laughs> I was listening to Fleetwood Mac earlier, just thinking about questions I was going to ask Jake. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gold Dust Woman. All right. Sounds good. Well, Jake, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging out with us this evening. Absolutely. I, I thank you all for having me on the, on the uh, show. And I, I meant to say that earlier when you all first introduced me on here. I, I, I think I forgot. My one note card that I had, I think I forgot to, to read, you know, thanks for having me. Where did you get a note card? I, I, don't, Do have I? No, I don't have note cards. Where did you get a note card? Well, I, I wasn't real sure how this was going to go, and so I started <laughs> to make note cards earlier. Just, just right have talking points, but... I, as far as I made on my talking points was to thank y'all for having me on the show. So. <laughs> well, Jake, we enjoyed it, man. Appreciate you joining us. And we hope all of you enjoyed this episode of Outdoor Country Talk with Jacob and Jeremy. God bless. God bless you. Thank y'all. Lord, to make you feel alright I got the windows down I got the radio on